Hello, and welcome to episode 30. I'm your host, Sarah Chappay. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link, and to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake? Yeah? (laughs) Week six of quarantine? Is it? Uh, I think so, yeah. It started at the Man. about the end of April or at the end of March. Yeah, I think you're right. So how how are you this week <laughs> from last week? Uh, I'm about the same this week as I was last week. I mean, I've sort of just settled in to uh I don't know, the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh it's just I don't know. It is what it is. You it know? is. Oh, you wouldn't get that reference. Okay. I think <laughs> the thing about it to me that is the most, which is like the most annoying, which is ironic because it's what we're doing right now. It's just like, that's, it's just, it. it's everything. Yeah. Like I can't go on Twitter or Instagram. Like at first the memes were fun. Kinda, yeah. And I realized that, at the beginning, it was it didn't seem as bad because it was interesting, you mm-hmm. know? It, I think there's this attraction to, like, new things that at least, like, even though they suck, like, part of me was, like, interested in it or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why, but now it's just normal and boring, like everything else. Um, so, yeah, but the... I'm tired of seeing, like people on Twitter just trying to get, you know, people riled up about it. Like they say they make a provocative tweet or whatever about it just because they know that it'll divide everyone and they'll get a bunch of internet points for it or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Like today I saw something, uh, someone tweeted something, I think, I mean, they had to have been from Nebraska because it was about Omaha specifically Mm. about how like, uh, restaurant owners have to make the decision between like keeping their restaurant open and risking the health of their workers or closing their restaurant and risking their business mm-hmm. because apparently like there hasn't been a whole lot of formal guidance from elected officials in Nebraska. Is There's that not. true? Yes, okay. that's true. So the way that he phrased the tweet was like, I think his sentiment was, it shouldn't be their decision. Like they shouldn't have to make a decision. Yeah. Like someone should basically tell them what they need to do. Yeah. Um, but he also phrased it in a way that was like, I couldn't tell who he was mad at. Like if he was <laughs> mad at the governor or if he was mad, cause he also said elected officials should have to make this decision, not chefs. And I was like, bro, chefs are not making any decisions about the business of the restaurant. Yeah, like, they're an employee. <laughs> <laughs> very, very often, or like, I feel like very seldom is the chef the owner and, you know, proprietor Operator, of the yeah. place. But I don't know. It irked me because my girlfriend works in that industry. Mm-hmm. And it also made me mad because, like, I think there's this sentiment, and I'm going to piss off a lot of people by saying this. Okay. It's, prob- it's probably true of any place, but... Um, now that I'm, I've kind of extracted myself from my home state, I've noticed that there's this sentiment amongst Nebraskans that think that like Nebraska is special for some reason. (laughs) And so like, 
this guy to tweet this at this point in the game, it just like it put a weird taste in my mouth because there are so many people who have been like even more displaced by this for yeah. so long. So yeah. I, I mean, I screenshot it and sent it to my girlfriend and we were both kind of just like, yeah, welcome to the freaking party. Yeah. Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It seemed like in bad taste that he would say it so late in the game. Um, I know that Nebraska has been pretty, pretty unaffected, I guess, relatively. Um, Up until like recently. Yeah, but it was, I don't know. There's like huge outbreaks in some smaller towns here in Nebraska. Lancaster, the the meatpacking plants. plants, Yeah. Yeah. Lancaster County, where uh, I'm at, is actually on the lower end, but there's like a discrepancy between our mayor is like, no, we're going to stay shut down. Mm-hmm. And our governor is saying, no, we're going to reopen. But from what I understand is if the governor says, you know, your stay in safe is like till May 1st, then it trickles down to what your city is comfortable with. So depending on your outbreaks and events yeah. and things like that. And Lincoln is kind of unique because it's a ton of small businesses or local businesses. And right. they all kind of are still staying shut down some are opening back up to curbside for like restaurants and stuff but for the most part places are staying it's pretty crazy yeah i don't know i'm like i really don't want to talk about this for too long but i'm i'm kind of nervous that i feel like at the beginning i was really like oh this is kind of stupid blah Mm -hmm. blah blah like i i really didn't grasp how serious it was but now that there's talk of things like starting to reopen like Kansas is supposed to reopen um, next week for the most part. And I'm nervous that people are not going to do it properly. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think it should be like a floodgates. Everyone can go do everything that they were once able to do. Yeah. You know, because then I think it's just going to spike again. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous about that. And the the anxiety or the the people being anxious and just like stir crazy. Yeah. I think is going to be a bad thing because everyone like I'll admit, like I'm ready to be able to go to the gym. Yeah. I'm ready to be able to go out to eat and stuff. But at the same time, like I don't want to be selfish, (laughs) you know, just because I'm bored, like sitting around the apartment, uh, rush out and, you know, end up getting infected by someone or, you know, I, I don't think it's just going to go away just because um, the governor of Kansas or the mayor of my county or my city says that we can go do things. So I think people yeah. need to still be smart about it themselves. Yeah, yeah I but agree. What about you? How are you handling things this week? Not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have some news that you want to talk about? or? Um. So, uh. Yeah, so my Ironman in Wisconsin, so Wisconsin is, like, no, I feel like notoriously throughout this whole COVID thing has not handled it well. There was, like, yeah. a huge um, scandal where they wouldn't allow, like, voters to do write-ins for their, I, can't, I don't know what election it was. Um, I don't know if it was, like, senators or whatever. Yeah, but something. Or if it was like local, but um, they made them come out to the polls and stand in line. And it was like this huge, like it was all yeah. over the news that Wisconsin was doing that. So it comes to no shock that my Ironman, where 
thousands of people from all over the world come because it is a qualifying race for mm-hmm. like Kona, which is the the peak of Ironman right. uh, races, um, has not been called yet, hasn't been canceled or postponed. And there are races way later than ours, which is June 14th that have been canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been waiting for the email because we're like, it can't possibly happen. Like it just can't because mm-hmm. of just the mass amount of people that are coming. There's volunteers, there's sponsors, there's aid stations, there's athletes, there's spectators. And then you think like that will be their first big like economic boom. So, you know, like Mm -hmm. no one's been exposed to like anybody else. And then you're going to have this huge event of thousands of people. Like we know it's probably going to get postponed or canceled. I hope it does. Yeah. I this week made the decision to defer my race uh, entry to a later date, uh, there it's kind of murky how they're doing it. So I'm just kind of holding out, hoping that they postpone it. So I don't have to go through all the channels, but because I have not been able to swim or train for swimming in six weeks and I probably won't because I live in Nebraska and the water is still like 40 degrees. Mm -hmm. I can't go to a pool. Um, I won't be able to swim. Two people died doing the swim last year. And just for that, on top of safety of my friends and family, I decided to not do my Ironman. Yeah. So I knew it was the right decision because there were so many factors going into it, especially like even if you look past the like for say for some miraculous reason, they're like, yeah, we're still going to have it. COVID's like dropped off the map. Right. I'm so undertrained now. Yeah. If it was like for some reason you couldn't train running, it's like, okay, I'll walk. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can like do that. But like, and it's a mile and a half. It's 1.2 miles, but that's not a short swim. No. For somebody to just be like doing Plus, open water too. Exactly. I feel like way different. With a thousand other people who are also undertrained and stressed out. And like, I don't want to go get time capped during the swim and be like right cool okay came all this way like there's just right. so many things kind of stacked up against me now and so yeah i joined the list of people who will not be doing their race this year mm. or this summer like you know it could still get postponed to like october or september and yeah. you know in the midwest that's a little chilly but right for a triathlon you'll warm up you have a wetsuit but yeah um, yeah, I didn't want to go and, you know, my mom probably, well, your mom, my mom won't probably <laughs> won't be able mom. to go because she is a healthcare worker. She's a nurse and they're not letting nurses, um, in Lincoln travel right now. Right. So it's just, it was heartbreaking. I was very upset yesterday and I'm kind of in denial today. I've been yeah. really leaning into the depression, <laughs> mm. but it's been nice. Not like, um, like not feeling like guilty working out. I went from working out nine times a week to like none. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I couldn't swim. So we were doing these like dry land swimming things and it's just so not the same. So you feel like, oh, am I going to be prepared? Am I like, what should I be supplementing it with? And you're just kind of freaking Mm -hmm. out the whole time. Like, okay, I should be running more. And you're just kind of spinning. You're in this weird limbo of like, okay, how am I going to like push myself to this training point that I need to be in when I like don't really need to be in it? Right. So it's been kind of nice just being like, I'm not going to work out today and I'm not yeah. going to feel bad about it. Yeah. Do you feel like um, the act of like making a decision has helped too? Because I, uh, 
long for a long time you said that just like being in limbo was stressing you out. Yes. That's pretty yeah. much why I made the decision because I couldn't stay in limbo anymore because I just am the type of person that can't be I have to have clarity on things. Yes. Yeah, and I'm very out of control in that situation. I understand that's up to the discretion of Iron Man, but I have control over what I feel comfortable with right. and what I believe in. I mean, there's people that are waiting on that too. There's people that are taking time off for their schedules too. There's a ton of money that goes into it. And fun fact, Iron Man's not refunding anybody. So if I decided to defer or like cancel my membership right now and they still held it, I only get $75 back. And I'm going to tell you, I've paid a lot more than $75 to do this. And they said, if I like cancel my registration now and they later postpone, I would have to re-register and pay another X amount of dollars. So I'm really hoping like I am like canceling all my Airbnb and everything, but I'm like really hoping that they make the right decision (laughs) that I can at least get a race out of it. Mm -hmm. He, the owner of Iron Man or whatever, the brand was interviewed by the New York times recently. And he said that they are not issuing refunds because they know that people who do races just want to race. That's stupid. The full Iron Man is $800. And there yeah. was people like, that's rent right now. And some of us mm-hmm. aren't working anymore. I would love to have $800 back. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty distasteful. <laughs> yeah. Like. like, give us the option. Like, you know, me, I probably, I like, I don't know what I would have done if you would have postponed. I could have still done it. But to have the mm-hmm. option would have been great. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, so yeah, I'm. I feel better now that a decision has been made, but I'm obviously very, very heartbroken. I feel like I lost a year of my life. (laughs) I mean, I didn't lose a year of my life, but like, you know, it's just kind of like you, you don't train those, those distances and that intensity just to be like, that was fun. (laughs) Right. You don't like do hills to throw up because it's like, Ooh, that sounds like a good Saturday. Well spent. Yeah. You don't get any of the payoff. Right. Like, so it's just kind of like deflating and like anticlimactic and it's just kind of like all of that build right. up for eh. <laughs> just to drink yeah. on my couch on a Tuesday. Like, cool. Yeah. Could have been doing well, that I for think, a year. I think you made the right decision as much as it sucks, you mm-hmm. know? I know. But anyway. Anyway, so yeah, that's, I'm probably still going to do a little something for myself just to like cap the year and be like, I did it. Right. (laughs) But, uh, I've significantly detuned. I feel like really fluffy now. So I'm still (laughs) eating like I was training (laughs) twice a day. I got to stop it. (laughs) That catches up to you real quick. Real quick. Real quick. I mean, I have been known to gain like six or seven pounds in a weekend. It's just water weight though, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of sometimes. Not all of it. Isn't like a pound 3,600 calories? Yeah. Extra? I mean, it depends. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, basically. Cool. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see where I'm at by the end of this. Mm-hmm. Won't fit into my yeah. jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, on to our quarantine story time. Quarantine. We never came up with a quarantine. Yeah, I don't know. It it seems like it should rhyme, but I don't think it does. I, I don't know. think there's anything there. <laughs> um, do you want to explain what we're going to talk about this week? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> the idea behind this one was 
tying it back to things that we can't do during quarantine, but we sure would love to do. <laughs> and um, around this time, every couple years for the last, I don't know, I guess four years, five years, mm-hmm. our family has gone to Cancun as a family. And it not really because it's like a, every two years we're going to do this, but the first time we went, we celebrated um, you and my mom graduating college. And mm-hmm. then the second time I we went, we were celebrating myself graduating college. So um, now that nobody's graduating college anymore, we apparently can't go. Well, but. I was supposed to be graduating from grad school this year. So we were like, oh, that'll be another two years. Out. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to grad school and we wouldn't have been able to cause right. of the Corona. Right. So, um, the reason I brought that up was because yeah, like around this time we typically are, are thinking about going to Cancun as a family. And I was sort of planning a trip, um, myself maybe to go this year which I probably won't do now just mm-hmm. because of all the fallout and everything so uh I was I thought it'd be fun to relive our first family trip to Cancun because there was a few kind of funny things that <laughs> happened I feel like Have we only went twice as a family? Yeah. You've like- been you've been way more times cuz you've gone with Stefan. Yes, I've I've been- only ever been twice. Oh, okay. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. So the the first time we ever went, um, you and my mom were graduating college and this was our celebration. And our parents had been like, this is what they used to do when they were young. And, um, you know, they could just pawn us off on grandma. They would <laughs> they would go to Cancun. I feel like they went like all the time. It's like two like, or three times. Oh, OK. <laughs> well, they went a few times. And so I feel like I had just grown up always hearing stories about like the fabled land of Cancun, like (laughs) this just magical place of hope and wonder. And so like all building up, like I was so excited to go. And I remember because I was 19 or I was 20, I guess. So I was so excited to be able to go and drink with my family like legally. Yeah. (laughs) Like I had had some drinks with mom and stuff. And like by this time in my life, I had, you know, done the college thing. So I had, <laughs> had drank a few drinks, but, um, I, I don't know. I was just excited to be able to do it and not be under the table about it. So, yeah. um, and I just wanted to like be on the beach and all this stuff. So I had all of this, uh, grandeur built up in my head. And, uh, for the most part, I'd say it lived up to that. I was going to say, are you going to say it didn't? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm just like, just, I'm just setting the stage for how like excited hyped. I was to go. Yeah. yeah hella hyped. So, I don't know. Do you just want me to like tell the story or just like yeah, explain the trip? Let's let's switch it up. You can okay. you can be the story, the roadmap, and I'll be the pit stops. You can interject. Oh, yeah. Wow, okay, I'm not prepared for this, but <laughs> um, so I'll start with just like while we were, you know, we lived in Lincoln at the time, all of us, and we were flying out of Omaha. So honest, or obviously, we had to drive to Omaha, uh, which is like a 45 minute drive. It's not too bad, um, but we were. It was like the butt crack of dawn because we do this thing where we're like oh we're gonna go we're gonna have our flight at like 6 or 7 a.m so you have to you know get up at like 3 Mm because you have to get there like five hours early even though there's nobody there for three hours although the next time we went we didn't do that and then our flight got canceled and we had to like rush had to to do that anyways yeah uh anyway that's another story in itself but this time you know we're driving to the airport all is good driving the albino rhino which has made a few appearances in in some of our stories (laughs) um but i just i remember being like for as excited as i was i was so 
stressed out. You very much were. Like I was super high, like strong, like just afraid that something was going to go wrong for some reason. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't really even know what I was, what I was nervous about that just like, all of the moving parts of traveling internationally, like you need to go through custom. Like I just heard, had you I'd never been done inter- it before. Yeah, you hadn't been international before. I had been to Canada, like actually only like a few weeks. Oh yeah, before, before that. Before I went to Cancun. Um, but I mean, we just drove across the border. It was a very different thing. Like yeah. airport customs is a very different thing than driving across the Canadian border. Airport customs like to Mexico, to Mexico though, is like so different than airport customs in the United coming, States. Coming yeah. back. Oh yeah, for sure. But still stressful. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't really know what to expect doing that. And I hadn't flown a whole lot before that either. Um, I feel like that year really kicked off my adult flying experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just really nervous. Travel. I get travel anxiety just in general with mm-hmm. all the moving parts and things. And um, our family is kind of high stress to travel with also mm-hmm. um just given that i think we're all very similar in that our stress like radiates to everyone else yeah and, like well i also- have very bad travel anxiety too because i'm very afraid of flying so mm. i pretty much am just like i try to just like manage yeah. until we're on the ground again right and then like i think people pick up just on the like Ugh. yeah well yeah i think our whole family is like kind of high stress people and we're also yeah. stress sponges so we absorb <laughs> other people's stress so it, yes. like, the traveling part of our family vacations is is always like the least pleasurable part I feel like it's like but, when Jake and I went to Kansas you just yep. choose not to speak to each other yeah. until you're there essential conversations only yes um so yeah I mean really nothing nothing went wrong uh, except for we had a really tight connection in Denver and I just remember like our entire family running down the, oh, yeah. through the airport at I Denver because it was that. like a 45 minute layover. And I think we were a little bit late or uh, we like sat on the tarmac a little bit late, but um, I feel like they usually hold the plane for you if it's not like Frontier Airlines. They, yeah, they give you like a <laughs> little if, bit. If they know you're going to like, they'll tell the pilots that you're going to be like five yeah. or 10 minutes late. I think they'll usually hold it for you, for, yeah. especially for expensive flights like that. But um, needless to say, we were all hustling through the airport. And I feel like the only two times I've ever seen my dad run have been in the airport. Both times oh. that we've gone gone to Cancun yeah (laughs) (laughs) for some reason but once we got on that second flight it was smooth sailing um when we got over international water I cracked open a beer on the airport or on the airplane oh you did I think or or my dad gave me one or something I don't know if they can actually give it to you but I had one or a Jack and Coke or something and then uh we had to fill out you know if you've never flown to Cancun or to Mexico before you have to fill out the customs sheet in the airport in the airplane and they like it's all in Spanish. And uh, at this point, I was still pretty I don't know, polished on my Spanish from high school. Like I was only out of it for two years at this point. So I pretty much knew how to navigate it. But they like have to walk you through it while you're in the plane, which is kind of a an ordeal. Yeah. Um, but then we land. OK. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember looking out the window and seeing on the air traffic control tower at uh, airport in Cancun. At airport it, Cancun. The can the whatever Cancun International. <clears throat> uh, it says Corona all on the side. Like their <laughs> airport is sponsored by Corona, which is funny because very few resorts actually sell Corona there mm-hmm. or actually have Corona there. Yeah, so it's funny. But uh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, Oh yeah, it's we game hear, time. This is hear. this is beer land. Yeah, I'm, here. I'm ready for this. 
um, get out of the plane. And I just feel like the next thing I remember seeing was like the sea of people getting through customs and like, it gives me anxiety every time. Just, uh, I'm not a big lines guy, Mm -hmm. like standing in, I, I will go to great lengths just in general to avoid standing in line, like at the (laughs) store, like anywhere. I hate standing in line because I'm just not patient. I can't stand just like waiting, you know, behind people and not having control about when I can do something. Um, So we stood in line and it was fine. Uh, I got through customs. But the other thing that most people I feel like don't realize about the Cancun airport is that um, you can get, it's a black hole. Like you can get sucked in and never leave if you don't know to just make it from point A, which is your terminal to outside without talking to anyone that's not TSA. Yeah. Um, Case in point, right before you get to the, the big, pearly gates that lead to Cancun (laughs) outside of the airport. There's just lines of like people like vendors trying to sell you timeshares and trying to sell you, like get you to um, use their shuttle to take you to Mm -hmm. your your whatever your resort. And uh, both times we've gone and this time is no different. We had a shuttle like booked through our resort, like waiting for us, blah, blah, blah. Most resorts do. There was no reason for us to have to stop, but it for some reason... And me and were like, do not stop. Right. And I was like, I was going. Uh-huh. Like, I was listening to you guys. Mom and dad got roped in. Um, <laughs> so we had to, like, extract them. It was like a extraction mission to get them out of, like, <laughs> having, to, having to buy a timeshare or something. So uh, we did that. Finally got outside. And right when you get outside, there's a bar. And, uh, my dad bought a beer and I got a beer and it was great, but we couldn't find our, um, shuttle, like our shuttle reservation. And all of us were like, Oh, just pull it up on the email. Oh, well, uh, no one had service because we were in a different country. (laughs) And like we had, we had bought the international like support for our phones, but I don't think it comes with data in Mexico, I guess. So like all we could probably do is call. So I don't really remember how we figured that out, but we eventually got into the shuttle. Just took a couple seconds longer, you know? <laughs> yeah, but that was like one of those, that was one of those things that was starting to make me sweat. Well, I was like, when oh you're my with gosh. parents <laughs> who don't understand all the time how data works. Yeah. Um, and how confirmation numbers work. It's just a little added pressure on the back well, of your neck. Yeah. And I just like, for some reason, my... um worst case scenario brain that I have kicked in was like, oh my gosh, everything's gone. Like we got all this way and like we don't have a reservation. Like we're starting I was like not worried because I knew like that happens like pretty much every time we go. Right. It's just like, you know, language barrier thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, it's fine. Like if anything, we'll call our hotel and. But we were all doing the thing where like (laughs) basically everyone was looking at their phone, not getting anywhere. And then someone would be like, so... Like there was just no sign of progress, right? We didn't, <laughs> yeah. we didn't know like who was actually looking and who was like trying to tweet something about it. <laughs> and so there was this constant like every few minutes, like so. Uh, I think Stefan was the one that was actually in charge of it, and uh, I don't know. I, I felt bad for him. I don't I feel like Everyone was everyone was probably sweating, and he was sweating even more. Yes. Probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so that happened. We finally got into our shuttle, <clears throat> and. Um, I think my dad is like, 
his like spirit animal comes out in Cancun. He lives his like best that, life. He lives his best life, <clears throat> which like honestly, he's my inspiration for like every vacation I go on now. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just like I don't know. I'm always in such a chipper mood. Like once I get to where I'm going, the travel yeah. part sucks, but I try really hard to. He wears just like have a good time. The straw hat in the airport. He's got yep. like the button down shirt, the flip flops. He's yep. like ready leaving <clears throat> the house. He's he, on vacation mode. He packs for Cancun the same way I pack for camping, basically. <laughs> like he doesn't even he doesn't bring his phone. He ever. doesn't? No. I'm like almost positive the la- at least the last time we went, I don't think he brought his phone. Oh my gosh, that just gave me a heart attack. But he's just like so like I'm done. I'm disconnecting. <laughs> like I'm on vacation, yeah. which is like I feel like that's how everyone really should do yeah. it. Um but yeah, you painted a good picture. He had his straw sun hat on, um, his button down, like, it's not a Hawaiian shirt, but you know, like vacation Yeah, it's shirt. just like a breezy shirt. His shorts and sandals. And so we get into the, the shuttle and we're driving down the road a bit. Our, our resort was, I think like a half hour or something yeah. drive from the airport. Um, and so, you know, it only takes a few minutes before my dad, uh, like once we get out of like the city and all the traffic and stuff, um, you know, we pull over and I, again, start to kind of panic because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I thought we were like going to get kidnapped or something because you hear all the stories <laughs> about Mexico. And um, my dad gets out of the car. I think he was sitting in the front seat. Yes. My dad gets out and the driver gets out. And I was like, what is going on? Because um, we just pulled over at this random gas station. I also had not eaten and I was like on the None verge. None of us of, had eaten. Yeah, we were like getting really hangry and cranky and I was like just get to the resort like they will give me food once I get there right none of us had eaten anything yeah that's another good point thank you for reminding me (laughs) um and then my dad comes out grinning ear to ear with a case of beer (laughs) like a literally like a case um so what had happened was he had paid the cab driver or the shuttle driver to uh pull over stop stop for a beer yeah um so that's what we did and I, I think he and I were probably the only ones that were drinking beer. So like I'm on drink three already and we're not even at the resort. And <laughs> oh, yeah. because um, because none of us had eaten, I was blitzed <laughs> by the time we got there. He was like trying to give them to us too. We're like in the van and we're like, it's like funny, but I was so hangry that I was like, oh my gosh. And he was like, here, have one. I'm like, I will die if I have everyone, that yeah, right now. I was like, um, I just really want to eat and like. I, I feel bad for him because had we all like eaten, we would all been like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're like yeah. here for it. Yeah. And he was, you know, trying to do something fun and do something nice. And we I'm the only one that took him up on it. I couldn't. I was I was on operation drink constantly um, at all costs. <laughs> I was so. on operation. Do not die in this van. Right. Yeah. So um, I think I had one or two beers by the time we got to the resort. <laughs> And <laughs> Jake's like shotgunning the beer in the backseat. It's got like a yeah. funnel. <laughs> yeah, I was beer bonging in the backseat. <laughs> I brought my own beer bong, made it through security and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Am I missing any details so far? No. You're remembering more so. than I am. Yeah, I've got a good memory about this trip <laughs> and, until I really started drinking at the I resort. think I I think it's because I hadn't really eaten is why it's like kind of foggy till we get to like dad getting yeah. beer at the gro- at the gas station because i remember yeah. getting to the resort and they you know when you get there they give you champagne when you walk in so jake's right. now on drink four five yeah and they also have a bar yeah so i think i like the champagne goes down pretty quick and then you get another drink <laughs> yeah so 
and like, there was, was like, like a little like like a buffet of like snacks yeah they had some it was mostly desserts yeah though, but I, think, I was like but... dad's like start drinking go get a drink and i'm like i am going to pass out like i have a heart condition i am yeah. hot i need mm-hmm. a food so bad he's and like and i was drinking so <laughs> Jake had my drinks. <laughs> I was putting it down. Um, so yeah, we get checked into our rooms and um, the way that it usually, I say usually like we've been a bunch of times, the way it has worked out is that <laughs> mom and dad share a room, Sarah and Stefan share a room, and me, because I was single and, you know, a kid, got my own room. I want to clarify that mom and dad get their own room, Sarah yeah. and Stefan get their own room, <laughs> and Jake gets his own room. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, but you said mom and dad share a room and Sarah and Stefan share a room. And I didn't want people to think that I shared a room with my mom and dad and my husband. I just oh, wanted no. to clarify yeah, like very clearly. Mom and dad are in a room. Sarah and Stefan are in a room in a different building. <laughs> and then uh, Jake is in his own room somewhere. Were you, did Usually you have re- like a conjoining room with them or something? Like, Or it was like right next no. door? Or like it was kind of I think close. it was right next door. It, it was at least close. Yeah. It, your, yours was in a different yeah. like, building, but ours were in the the same um and so the thing about cancun is most people don't go single by themselves <laughs> so i walked into a room that was covered in rose petals <laughs> it was the most romantic place i have ever been and so i got sad oh you did because <laughs> yes. this was at a point in my t- a point in my life and i don't know if i've really ever told anyone this this was at a point in my life where I was convinced that if I like had didn't get a girlfriend and was like engaged by the time like, I was graduating yeah. college that I had like failed life. <sighs> and so I was like constantly like I had put so much pressure on myself to like be in a relationship at all times during college basically until like maybe my last year. And so um you know I was on Tinder and stuff like right when Tinder first started I was doing that like an idiot. And so I, you know, I walked into this honeymoon suite in Cancun, <laughs> the most romantic place on earth that I've ever been. And I got sad. Oh, um, like the rose petals were literally arranged. Like I'm, I, I can't figure out if mom did this as a joke, like ordered me the honeymoon package or something. <laughs> I she would do <laughs> There was rose petals and chocolate everywhere. What? We and don't even get that. Yeah. At least that's the way I remember it. It might've been. It's like I might one be misremembering mint. because I was hammered, but <laughs> I do remember all the rose petals. And then, you know, I think every room had a bottle of champagne. Well, that was um, the resort that also, wasn't it, that gave us free bottles of alcohol too? Yeah, there was a bottle of vodka, rum, yeah, whiskey, and You could and pick tequila. what <laughs> bottles of like top shelf alcohol you wanted. So then there was like alcohol in your room. On yeah. top of fridge the was bars. stocked with beer. Yeah. So I think uh, because I was sad, I started drinking again. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> that is a good I had, decision. I'm pretty sure I took a shot and cracked open a beer. <laughs> and I, f- you know, I feel like when you first get to your room, all you do is kind of you just sit around and like unpack a little bit and just I relax shower for 20 minutes. I just like rinse yeah. off. Rinse I think the... I may I may have showered as well. Um, but then it was party time. Beer time. When went out to the pool we got uh, like there, sandwiches at the pool yeah there was a pool right by our um this resort was was wild because it was literally like i feel like the size of a city i like we it didn't was, see all of it it was so spread out like through this freaking like rainforest yeah, or something it was huge so 
there was a pool. There was multiple pools, and then there was like the beach pool, which you had to take a golf cart to get to. Um, yeah, and there was also like ch- like kids allowed sections, and then we were in like a VIP. And I say VIP, yeah. but it was like it's just like adults just only. The adults yeah. only section. Yeah. And you get like bracelets that like let you into certain like restaurants based on like what area you were like bought or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It, it took us like I think we were there for three full days. It took us two of those days just to figure out like where everything was and mm-hmm. where we wanted to spend our time. Which that was kind of the unfortunate part about where we stayed. Um the second time we went, it was like way more just condensed and I feel like we were able just to enjoy it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we had to like hail a cab anytime we wanted to go to the oh beach. Oh my gosh, or, that kind of sucked, yeah. It was like, or otherwise the alternative was what, the alternative Walking. was you walk like what felt like forever. Um, the dope part was there was the saltwater pool. and yeah, it was, was a, right on the ocean. Yeah, and so it was right on the ocean. But it was like a pool, so all of the ocean water is coming in, and there's like fishies coming in, and you're like right by the rocks, yeah. and then there's like seating and a bar right there, and that's pretty much where we spent. I was like, I was like enjoying it a lot, but there yeah. was other people in our group that were like, <laughs> well, it, it sucked because like there was no food there. Uh, yes. Right. So there was a bar, and you could get like super sunburned and hammered while you're there, but like <laughs> typically the the uh. The strategy is you get a good buzz going and then you eat something, bring yourself back down. Like, yeah. Otherwise, it'll just get carried away, which it, it kind of did for me a couple times while we were out there. <laughs> Jake but, was new. Yeah. He was new. That happened to every me my t- first time I went. Every time uh, you wanted to go like get just even a snack, you had to like hail this cab. Yeah. Like it, it was an ordeal. So it was it did kind of get old. Um, but there was that. Uh, I'm trying to think where else to go with this. Um, yeah. So like right when we got there, we like, there was like this little pool right by our room. So we like got sandwiches and we were like just trying to game plan because like Jake said, we got there probably around noon. So we're like, okay, well, do we, where do we, do we want to go eat lunch? Some of the places were kind of closing for lunch. So we went, I think ordered room service and then we went to the saltwater pool and like hung out there. Yeah. Went to I dinner. F- I think we tried to do way too many things in the first like four hours we were there. <laughs> yeah, we were too excited. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I would um, definitely recommend like going four full days because yeah. then you get the like one day of like getting used to where you're at and then you get getting like three. Bearings. Yeah. But yeah. so then we like go to dinner and we're like, me, Jake, and Stefan are young. We're ready. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I do when I, Uh, go on trips is I like to deep dive into everything that's available to me because I'm a planner. I like to go in knowing what I'm doing. And we found the discotheca. The discotheque. Yeah. So it was like a club that people that lived in the surrounding areas came to because there was people there that were not staying with us that like lived in Mexico. You didn't have to stay at the resort to go to the resort. Yeah. And so that's what we did pretty much every night. Mm hmm. Yep. Would you like to explain that or would you like me to talk about that? Um, I think we both have different (laughs) opinions about how these trips went. I forget. You go first. There was like two or three rooms to the discotheque. I remember there was like kind of that bottom area that was like darker and it had like TVs of like music videos going on and like a that big long oh, bar. Yeah. And then there was kind of like an op- more open area, like 
I don't really remember yeah. it well, but there was like two areas and uh, there was like a bunch of seating and like couches and like, you know, mm-hmm. it was like bougie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember realizing I had never seen Jake dance before. I had also it's never... A, it's a rare occurrence. ...never seen him drink and dance. And Jake was feeling yeah. himself. That's... I was having a good time. You were. And it was just... Yeah. It was great. It was great entertainment. Great people watching. Um, yeah. Well, I'm a great dancer, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I do also remember Jake going up to the bar... And him coming back and being like, I ordered water and he gave me tequila. Yeah. Yeah, So this, okay. This place was, this club at this resort was very over the, over the top. Yeah. Like I had never experienced anything like this. And I think it was because it was like somehow, I don't think it was open to the public public, but like there was just a lot of people. It was a giant resort. You know, there was a lot of people there. And uh, I don't know if it was like the time of year or I don't know if they were locals or what, um, or if, I, I think this resort had a lot of people from like South America that came up mm-hmm. and were vacationing there. Um, so there was just a lot of Latin blood in this club and I'm just making an observation. <laughs> Latin people like love to dance and like know how to like get down at the club. So yeah. this place was like high energy and I, f- I, I felt like we were out of place being oh. like the only Yes. Like the gringos there. Yeah. (laughs) Like they could tell that, you know, we were who we were, which is fine. They for sure could tell. They could have told with their eyes closed. Right. (laughs) But uh, I say that to set the stage because like I look over to the bar at one point and the bartender is standing on the bar pouring alcohol down like (laughs) women's throats. And this is when I decided for some reason I need some water because I thought I was hallucinating or something like I'd been drinking all day, not really doing a good job hydrating. Um, so yeah, I went up to go get some water and I asked the bartender, I, I may have even ordered in Spanish because I thought I was so cool. I mean, I try to and- order in Spanish <laughs> when I go because I'm like, why did I take four years of Spanish if I'm not going to use it? I Yeah, so I asked for just an agua <laughs> and I think I like look over to see what you guys are doing and I look back and uh, I've got this glass in front of me and I didn't you know, it was mostly clear. I didn't really like examine <laughs> it under the light. And it was like a full size glass of what I thought was water. So I start like chugging it. And for some reason, I, somehow I got like a couple gulps in before I realized. Yeah, that it, it was takes jet a fuel. minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, he was like watching me too. Like he knew it was going to happen. I oh, look at him and giggling. I said, I said, I said water. And he said, it was tequila. And he says, this is water in Mexico, gringo. <laughs> So, so yeah. then Jake blacked out. We never saw him again. He's still there. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Part of me is still there. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, I was living my best life at the club. I was grooving. I was moving. Um, but then, yeah, at one point I realized, and Sarah and Stefan will never let me live this down, that I was the only one moving and grooving <laughs> and they were on the other side of the room. And I was basically in a corner by myself. So Dancing. Dancing away. You yeah. just didn't want to hang out with me. It's fine. I didn't want to dance because I saw what I was up against. And I was like, I just do not want to do this. 
You were also there with your husband and your brother. And I think a lot of people, when we go on vacation, are trying to figure out what the dealio is with the three of us. People eventually asked us. I remember. There's a, there's a lot of times that like we break off from mom and dad or like at night, you know, they'll go to bed at six o'clock and <laughs> we'll be down to clown for a while. And uh, yeah, it, it's kind of an interesting dynamic. Wait, um, I remember. I can't remember what night it was, but we were sitting by the pool kind of like by us and we were all smoking cigars. And oh, yeah. there was, I don't know if there were workers, like people that worked there or um, if they were staying at the resort, but I heard them in Spanish say, what do you think this is? Pointing to us three. Mm-hmm. And I was, I like looked at them and I was like, oh, us. And they were like, yeah, what's the deal? And I was like, that's my brother. That's my husband. Those are my parents. <laughs> They're like, oh. It's really not that hard to figure I'm out. I'm like, you think I'm balling like, right? like that? <laughs> like, what did, what did you think the dynamic is? Like, I don't. Yeah. I, we always get a lot of weird looks. I feel like it's self-explanatory. Like anyone yeah. with a brain should probably be able to figure out that one of us is a sibling yeah. or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It doesn't usually go that way, which is funny. <laughs> So, so do you want to dive into your alone time that you took that mom is still mad about? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it, there's not much to it. I think it was the last night, last full night. Or what was it? No, I think it was the second to last because we had like another the night full day. Before the last full day. Yeah. Um, mom and dad had gone to bed. We... Had, we were at the discotheque for a while, but mm-hmm. then we decided we were going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I can't. I think anyway, I I, I was really burnt and I was like, I have to, I'm just, oh, yeah. I have to go to bed. It was one of those nights where, where we were trying to force it. You know, yeah. there's always that night where you're trying to have fun and it's not working. So, yeah. um, but you know, I was plastered the entire time. So I was ready to go. <laughs> I was, you know, young and, uh, ready, to, ready to party. So, um, I think this might have been the night that I also struck out trying to talk to a couple oh, girls yes. at the club. The club. Um, Cause they were the only other white people there and they were like two, you know, cutesy girls or whatever. Yeah. All, I think they were on like every a guy, trip too. Every guy and their dog was like trying to hit on them. <laughs> and it's not really one of these things. Like when you go to a, a club at an all inclusive resort where you've already, you know, your drinks are free. Mm-hmm. You can't really like, do the move of like let me buy your drink because <laughs> yeah. it's free for everyone yeah you know that it's a great equalizer honestly but uh I, I learned pretty quickly that i had no moves then i had nothing and uh this goes back to you know uh, we all went back to our rooms and i was reminded that i was in the honeymoon suite by myself yeah so i got sad again oh my gosh <laughs> and i just wanted to have fun like i wasn't ready to go to bed and i didn't want to like sit in my room and uh watch tv in mexico yeah you know i was like i'm in cancun what like i need to go do something but everything was like starting to close down at this point so it's not like i could go just like sit at the bar or something it was like probably like one or two a.m yeah it was definitely time to go to bed but for some reason i didn't want to Uh, you were just not ready so what i decided to do uh i usually travel with a backpack as my carry-on and that's like what i would take my stuff into the pool or whatever so i dumped out all my stuff and i um, loaded my backpack with a couple beers that were in my <laughs> fridge <laughs> and I, uh, embarked on the, like, wh- however long of a walk it was from my little cabin that I was staying in to the, the saltwater pool <laughs> by myself at the middle of the night in Mexico. 
Uh, I figured it would, you know, I mean, nothing happened. I figured if I was on the resort, it would be safe. But the fact that it was like a resort in the jungle was kind of unnerving at, at some points. Um, <laughs> as I was like looking around at the, like, it was very eerie. Mm-hmm. Like being by the ocean at night mm-hmm. when all, like basically all the lights are off. It's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I didn't actually stay there very long because I was getting, I was like playing mind games with myself and I got scared and uh, I was like, this is really kind of pathetic that I'm out here by myself. Oh my gosh. Um, so I walked back, but yeah, that's the story. Mom found out the next day and was not happy. She didn't find out the next day. She found out years later. It was, no, because I feel like she was like, you did what last night? I really don't think she knew until recently, but I could be wrong. You, I think you're wrong. Yeah. I don't know. That's basically like all the fun stuff that happened there. Yeah. Oh, no, I did that. Uh, I got roped oh, into some yeah. contest. Well, that's because we finally were like, let's see what else is on this resort. Because we were really staying just like we're in walking distance because we didn't want to keep calling these like Ubers, right. resort Ubers. And right. so we like went to the beach and then we were like walking back and it was just like this. Oh, my gosh. It felt like two mile walk like we like went around and we like happened upon the like all ages area and it was like Mm -hmm. bumping there was like music and a ton of people and it was like the party pool yeah and there was like a whole restaurant we hadn't seen and like all this food and then this is when jake decides to do this i didn't decide to they like asked me to i thought you raised your hand <clears throat> well, I probably did, but like I, I wasn't like You're going like, up and signing up for oh, something. Hi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's not much of a story here, but it was basically like this race around the pool, doing like I think you had to chug a beer, which I am notoriously not great at. Yeah, and uh, you had to do a couple other things, like a flexing contest. You had to which, do like, push-ups. Back then, I thought I was jacked, but I definitely wasn't. <laughs> like I've seen pictures of myself then, and I'm like, oh, you are a loser. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I did that, which like is some, not really something that I, that was way out of my comfort zone. Exactly. Like. That's why I'm like, it's you, not a thing you I would did normally this. do. Yeah. It was right. like, it was just so weird to see you up there. Cause I'm like, he is not like Jake's outgoing, but he's not like that. Like where he's like spectating. I don't, I don't like doing, um, like competitions in front of people like that. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, like, even though I've grown up like semi a performer and like competitive like yeah. I did sports my whole life for some reason like stupid games like that in front of an audience really I don't enjoy. yeah yeah um but you know I'm a different person in Mexico I was <laughs> trying different trying on different faces and I mean it was fun I but, think you got like um, second I did and I was also the only white person there again really I remember that it was like everyone that went up was like um foreign somehow Interesting. they were all south american so they're they, none of them wanted to talk to me <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just didn't know english uh they did okay yeah. well i also remember that was the pool that we saw a couple making love under the bridge yeah that was Making a baby in the baby pool. It was interesting. So there was like a child too. I remember like swimming under the water next to them. And I'm like, who's policing this? This yeah. is this is no still rules. public. We're still around no people. Rules. No rules in Mexico. Yeah. So that we did that. And then we were like, that was like our last full day because we were like, mm-hmm. ooh, let's do this. This is our like last day. And then um, it ends too quickly as always. Mm-hmm. And you go home. And the flight I back. I tried to. 
think I tried to have one or two more drinks before we got, went home. I was really hungover. <laughs> I remember the last, like the next morning or last night, I think I really tried to do it. Yeah. And I remember I was so hungover and I was like, why did I do this? I have to get on a plane now, which I already get sick on planes. And right. Um, yeah. And then going back into the United States, if anybody has flown international, it is so stressful. And I remember this so clearly. We flew in, I think it's DSW. No, that's a shoe store. <laughs> DFW. Yeah. We flew into a DSW, got some shoes. <laughs> and then um, I almost made it the whole episode without saying something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've been talking the whole time. We flew into the Dallas International Airport and it was like miles long of people sitting waiting to come back yeah to and i was like this can't be the right like entrance and we're standing there we're probably standing there for like 20 minutes i'm like i'm just gonna go walk up ahead and check it and just see what's going on i was like i just need to get out of this line with my family for a second too because it was starting to get old stressful and there was no open bar anymore (laughs) so i'm like i walk up and i read the sign and it was like non-us entrance and then like u.s residents and they're basically non-citizens trying to get in yeah and so then i the u.s you know like u.s entrance or whatever there was no line and i was like i have i have a chance here because we were at a point where there was like another big line behind us starting to rack up from like right and i was like i have a moment where if i'm wrong they will be so mad at me because we would have forfeited our spot in this yeah. line. Yep. There, I was walking by and there was people that had probably been there for like days. Like sleeping yeah, on the ground. They were like camped yep. out because they're like trying to get gain access into the United States. And so I right. walk back and I'm like, I don't think we're in the right line. There's a sign that says this is for non-US like residents or what, or like, you know, you're trying to get whatever the wording is. Citizens. Is that the word? But like, yeah. But like people who aren't citizens but have a passport can still get in it was like people ga- trying to gain Immig- residency it was like immigrants like yeah people yeah yeah it was like immigration or whatever passport. yeah and so i was like i don't think we're in the right line and everyone was like are you sure I'm like oh boy i'm like 95 percent sure but knowing my track record that five percent is what's gonna come back for me yeah and i was like i think so and they're like you think so and i'm like Yes. Also, 95% sure doesn't translate into 95% correct. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a good point. 95% of the times that you're 95% sure, you're probably I'm wrong. usually wrong. <laughs> I am usually wrong. So I was like, oh, man, I really don't want to screw this up. But I, I know. I know what I saw. Yeah. And so we leave our space and uh, we leave our space and I was correct. Mm-hmm. Thank God. <laughs> so we motored on through custom still takes forever but i i uh, saved us from saved the day holy cow i can't imagine if we would have stood there for like four hours and then been like this was the wrong got line to the, <laughs> missed our flight got to the front and realized it was the wrong line <laughs> somehow that probably would have been a better story oh but. my gosh yeah but uh yeah that's pretty much our trip our first trip to mexico as a family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um any other I feel like the second one was a lot less eventful than that. Yeah, except the race to the airport probably yeah. was the only thing. I'm trying to think if there's, there's no, no, I think no. that's about it. 
All right. Well, Jake and I always do a go-to every week. So, Jake, what is your go-to this week? My go-to this week is Transparent Labs Bulk Pre-Workout. And uh, sounds dumb. Sounds meat-heady, which it is. Um, but I've been using this pre-workout for like almost two years now. And um, I don't usually use things that long. But I don't know. For some reason, I just really love it. And I just had to restock on it this week. The only bad part about it is you can't just go get it like at GNC. You have to order it from them. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. I really like it. It's clinically dosed on everything, and they tell you exactly how much of everything there is, which um, is starting to become more common in pre-workouts and like workout supplements in general. But um, up until very recently, you never really knew what was in it. Yeah. Because um, it's not regulated, really, <laughs> which sounds sketch. Right. But, um, so yeah, I've always had like, it doesn't upset my stomach. It doesn't make me feel like I'm jumping out of my skin. Mm. My heart's not beating out of my chest or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're in the, in the market for a new pre-workout and, um, you like the, the stim versions, which it's got caffeine in it. Uh, this one is a good one. They also have a stim free version that I haven't tried, but I'm sure it's great too. So that's my go-to of this week. Alrighty. Uh, my go-to this week is Halo. Because mm-hmm. I have been playing video games nonstop because I have very little else to do now. And yeah, yeah. today I was full video game mode. I was eating a bag of Doritos and playing wow. by myself. I wasn't usually I play with my husband, but I roped my roommate Ashley into playing with me today. And then I played by myself and I get destroyed. I'm not going to try and act like I'm some gamer chick. I get yeah. slaughtered and I leave the game early because I'm salty. Yeah, which is not cool, but it's what I do, and it's what gets me through the day, and I feel in control of my surroundings. I really miss uh, the days where my friends and I would all play Halo Three online together. Mm. On a Friday night, we wouldn't actually hang out, but we'd just play online together. Mm. <laughs> or like you'd have one or two friends over, mm-hmm. but you'd still be playing with all your other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we have times. the it's like packaged Halo, so it has all of them from like the very first one to Halo Five. Oh, really? So I just select. Halo 4 and Halo Reach because those are the only ones I've played and I Mm. only select capture the flag because that's the only one I'm good at because I just run and grab the flag (laughs) and go back because nobody else cares and then I get a bunch of points. Nice. I don't care. What else am I doing? Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.